Welcome back to the channel. Massive episode in the fucking works. You're about to see it before we get into it, guys. I just came from a workout. I've been feeling like a fat ass recently, straight up. I'm trying to get back in shape, like for real. I'm looking around, everyone's all D's and shit. I'm, I'm looking like a fucking, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, forget that. I look like the bag of protein, no? <laughs> Did we not come dressed the same? That's insane. Guys, full sense sucks, okay? This protein is actually next level. It tastes unfucking real I'm a vanilla guy, not too much of a chocolate guy, so I always go with the vanilla. MBH 15, full sense supplements, 15% off any purchase. And that's gonna end soon, eh? Get your fucking discounts, okay? Stop waiting for it. And by the way, the boys are live on Snapchat now. Subscribe to us on Snapchat, we'll have the link in the, uh, in the description. We're gonna be putting some clips out every week. So it's gonna be a fucking banger. Let's get into this episode. They know that I go flip mode when I bust the rhymes. Man's on a different thing, man. I told him a hundred times. I did a bunch of crimes, and none of them were done for the vine. So you can take that bullshit and stick that where the sun don't shine. The summer's up, it's about to get real cold. Late nights in the studio with the bros. Welcome back to the NBH podcast, Money Buys Happiness. Guys, before we get into it, you know what the fuck you got to do, all right? Like, subscribe, comment, whatever. Just run the fucking algorithm up, right? Run it up. Straight up. You know the fucking, you know the vibes. You Yo, know we're, the vibes. Ba we're back at home court, eh? Yeah, By it feels nice. It feels nice to For be For those here. watching, yeah, yeah, we're back home. We've been filming in LA. We've been filming in Miami. Um, but we're, I'm happy to be back. How are you back in Toronto? We got Dean here. Yes, sir. Welcome back on the mic. What's good? What's good? <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> but uh, guys, we got a very special guest today. Somebody that we've been talking about, uh, you know, coming on the pod for a long time. Maybe not to him, but between me and Trying Ernesto. to manifest it. We've you been know? manifesting yeah. it and we're making it happen. Guys, without further ado, Boy Wendell, what's up, brother? How are you? My right, guys, how are you? Uh, Fresh from off tour, how you feel? Yeah, bro, it's nice. <laughs> good, it's good tired. to be home, though. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. We, we were on road for a while, but... Um, yeah, this is our first time back here, I think, for this season, right? Yeah, yeah, That's 100%. Welcome so, back. Thank you. Thank bro. you. Thank Welcome you. Good to be back somewhere. Welcome to the studio. Welcome to the studio. Now, it. listen, nice. I mean, bro, usually, like, we, we try to be like, you know, this is, we, ex we explain who you are yeah. and kind of give a background, but I think anybody watching this is going to know. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, we're actually a little bit late today. There was a, some emergency surgery going on in the studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know, know we can't get too much into it. Yeah, it's top secret information. You know, You're I, cooking. I had to fix up a few things. You know, something's a brewing. <laughs> Does that happen <laughs> a lot? Can't speak too much on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah? Always. There's always something, something happening, especially catching in my a world, call late night and you're like... Yep. You got to like just do... You could be in the middle of something and somebody just hits you like, yo, I need files for this. I need this change. This. Yeah. You know, like I, I work with a lot of the, you know, top dogs, top guys. So mm -hmm. you got to, you know, just, just be oh, ready. At all, Are you just rolling time. with the, with a laptop everywhere you go? I usually do. But okay. like I, yesterday I wasn't. So I had to like go back and then get it and, and make sure stuff is straight, you know? Okay. So that's why it was a real late night then. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Losing sleep, but it's all worth it. Hey man, it's, so it's part it. of the journey, you know? Oh, yeah, sure. But listen, like, I mean, obviously you've been on some pods and whatnot, but mm -hmm. I don't think you really told your story from like the start mm. or maybe not too intimately. And yeah, that's kind of yeah. like what we like to do here. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what I wanted to get into first and we'll kind of like flow into everything else. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just a little bit about you. Yeah. How you got into the game, what yeah. you were doing before, if you were doing it, like what, like that whole situation. Yeah. Well, me, I, I was actually born in Jamaica, my, um, 1986. Um, my parents basically were just telling me like, yo, Jamaica was getting violent. Like in the eighties, I think it was like the murder capital of the world. Oh shit. You okay. know, my parents would tell me like, they explain this to me all the time. Like the murders are just getting closer and closer and closer. So they wanted to get up out of there. So my pops went up. My I think my grandma was already up here. My pops went up with me and my sister. We just stayed up here. My mom came after. And then, you know, I've been in Toronto ever since. You know, okay. I, I lived in LA for like a year in 2011, moved right back to Toronto. Yeah. You know, I just love it. Toronto, man. It's yeah, my yeah. home and all the people that I love is here. My kids here. My family's here. Yeah. 
you know, so it's, it's pretty much Canadian at this point. No? Yeah, yeah. You know, everything is just Canadian built. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I made myself here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything that happened for me happened here first. So, you know, I love it here. And I, I don't think I'll leave. You know, I'll be here. Yeah, I respect yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. How was your time in LA? I just want to ask you just because we were there too. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I love LA, but I just don't think it's a place for me to live. You know, okay. like I feel like I like to treat it like the Matrix. Like I just plug in and plug out. I plug in, I, I go do what I'm supposed to do. I plug back out. I come back over here to to the fam, to yeah. everything that's going on over here, you know? So. The vibes here are different, like, and especially if you're from the city and the, the connectivity between everybody yeah. is, like, pretty crazy. Exactly. So, I, so I guess, like, okay, so when when do you start making music? I started making music in high school, ninth grade. Okay. I remember I was walking home with uh, one of my friends. It's a dude named Mike, um, Mike Wozni. Shout out to him. I haven't <laughs> seen him Mike. for years, but shout <laughs> out Mike. But he was telling me about this program. I was always just interested in um, just, like, beats and, like, Beats for songs. I would always talk to my friends like, yo, you heard this new song? Yeah, the beat's crazy. Like, I'd always be thinking about beats. Yeah. And then uh, Mike had told me like, yo, there's this program, computer program that you can make beats. And I was like, you can make beats? I was like, okay, sick. Like, I always thought you had to have like equipment. And yeah, stuff. the yeah. whole setup. Yeah. You know, like the MPC. Like <laughs> yeah. when you see like producers in the studio, you see like the whole arrangement. Yeah, those boards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like all the complicated stuff. So I went home one summer and I just uh, downloaded the program. And I just kept doing it and it was, it became addicting. Like once I figured out how to like structure a beat and put it together, like the beat sounded like ass, but like. <laughs> You're learning though too. Yeah, I was learning. I was terrible. I still have it. It's yeah. really bad. Oh but shit. The day one stuff? Yeah, I have everything that I've wow. ever made, bro. It's like, wow. I saved everything. Like, you go, like, you like, like to go back and like look at it and shit. Yeah. And laugh. Yeah. yeah <laughs> shit sounds trash, See how far but, you come though too. Oh yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I just remember there's one summer I was just inside. And I was just learning the program. All my friends were telling me, like, yo, yo, there's, there's girls, there's parties. Like, I didn't even care about none of that. I was like, yo, I'm trying to get right with this. I was literally engulfed in it. So, yeah. like, I remember it was to a point where it's like, when I was getting punished, like, if I did something bad or something, my mom would be like, yo, go outside. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, the opposite. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, like, my punishment, you know Jeez. what I'm saying? Because I was really that much into making, yeah. making music and figuring it out. So... Yeah, I started and then um, a friend of mine had told me about a beat competition. I think I was in 11th grade or something called Battle of the Beatmakers. And he's like, yo, you should enter it because I, th I think your beats sound good enough. I didn't think so because, like, you know, just your friends <laughs> yeah, in high school yeah. telling you, you, you you're good at beats. Something, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I ended up, uh, you know, my friend kind of forced me to go to it. And then I went there. I was intimidated as hell because I was kind of an introvert. Yeah. Still am a little bit, but... um. Yeah, I was just nervous there, and everybody was talking about, yeah, like, yo, what do you use? And I'm like, I use Fruity Loops, <laughs> FL Studio, and everybody's like, yo, I use the 900 Combobulator. <laughs> just start saying I'm some like, shit, yeah. yeah, bro, I was like, yo, what? I'm going to get murdered. But yeah. when I heard the first person play their beat, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah I got it's this. It's late, yeah. It's yeah, late. I got this. And then yeah. I played mine, and it was just like, I ended up winning like three years straight, the competition. Okay, and, okay, you know, okay. Like, I think I only lost one round ever. What did you What did you like so much about it at that time? Like like creating was it like people's response to it, or was yeah. it more like you saying like, "Damn, that was fucking sick." No, I really loved the response of um of the crowd, like because it was really like it was three judges, and then also crowd reaction was like a big case in who won okay. the competition. So I'd really structure my beats like towards like making the crowd like you know like literally every four bars would change up, dip out, or do something. Yeah. Or I would sample something really familiar. Where the, I remember one year the Transformers movie came out <laughs> and I, I ended up making a beat out of Transformers and I played it at Ballad Beatmaker and it was like... Went off. Oh, it was, it was nuts, yeah. bro. Okay. It's like, like, I remember people talking about it. They're like, well, that's one of the craziest like 
beat battle reactions we ever seen. Like it was like so you like the, like the creativity behind it, like mm-hmm. being able to just plug things in. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, basically, just like just I like to you know I like reaction. That's yeah. mainly why I even make music. Like I make music off, like I get a high off people's reaction to my yeah. music. You know, I think that's the, for sure what keeps you going. You yeah. see people amped, and you're like, yo, I gotta keep doing this. Oh, for so, sure. Like, so, so like at that point though, are like okay. Are you making money doing this yet? Are you like, selling beats? Like, um, at that point, like that was like my intro to making money because okay. I started meeting like artists there. Cool. I ended up meeting my boy uh, D10 and who actually introduced me to Drake. Okay, and um, I started meeting rappers. I was charging rappers like five hundred thousand dollars for beats. Like, oh shit, okay. Toronto street rappers. I was, you know, I'm making my little yeah, money yeah, here. Yeah. And then I was working at Winners at the same time, but like, Damn. I was like, little, like selling beats on the side and, and stuff like that. So, and then working with Drake on the side and building that as well so it was was like the beginning of everything yeah when it kind of all started Mm -hmm. i guess like would you say drake is the first like big artist that you worked with kind of on the come up or like how did like how did that so you're making the beats you're 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 killing these competitions starting to sell a little bit right making some money yeah when when does it start to turn up because i feel like it probably turned up for you really quickly well when i started working with drake he wasn't that big yet from music he was he was big on like the tv show like he was on degrassi yeah yeah and stuff like that but like i always just believed in him like i was always like as soon as i heard drake's music like you could ask anybody that knows me i was like bro this guy is like he's he like something about he's like jay-z to me like Mm. i like he's like an early like jay or like one of those guys like he was just way better than everybody like doing the same thing that he's doing like everybody in our class yeah he was just exceptionally better than everyone like by far yeah you know what i'm saying so i always stuck with him and believed in him but like we were kind of like at similar levels music wise but like i'd say probably the first um big artist that hopped on one of my beats was probably 50 cent oh shit okay yeah. he, it was just like somehow got a hold of one of my beats and it was on like a 50 cent g unit mixtape okay did like, you just get a call like how did, how did you find out yeah like one of my homies was like bro isn't this yours like and i was like yo i was like i don't even know how 50 got my beat and that's crazy. There's a song called red light green light and yeah. i was like I don't know how he got it. To yeah, yeah. Day, but like, how like, are you, how are you putting yourself out there at that time? I was giving guys just CDs. I used to have like stacks of beat CDs with my phone number on it, and I was just like, <laughs> "That's, that's genius, bro. That's yeah. genius. That's Any, crazy." Anybody who was anybody, I would just like, "Yo, oh, this guy, okay, like here, here's yeah. my beats, yeah, here's yeah, my yeah. number, my email, everything on it." Mm. You know, so I'd just be giving it out to people and you know, trying to put myself out there because the internet wasn't really big at that. That's time. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what know? I'm saying. Yeah. So what what other nice. things like what other things were challenging at that time for you before we move on with your career? What other th- things were challenging at that time for you being a producer at the time? Was it, you know, like knowing what to charge people, mm-hmm. you know, like having confidence because you got to have that confidence too, going in and saying, you want one thousand bucks for this. Yeah. Right. So like what was the most challenging part of that? I think the most challenging part for me personally was just being like I was very introverted. Yeah. So it's like I had a lot of trouble like even going up and speaking to anybody else, just yeah. shy. Yeah. You know, so that was the biggest challenge for me. Like, I didn't even know what to say. Yeah. Or like, if I was around an artist, like, I just kind of like, I don't know what to say. Like, you know, I'm just like, yeah. I got these beats. I kind of would just let my beats speak for me. Yeah. yeah. You know? You're it's just like, like, here, take I this. I feel like that's yeah. such a, like a, uh, such a hard trait to have, like, yeah. when, when you're in your industry, like, being kind of introverted and yeah. talking to people. But I yeah. feel like a lot of creatives are. Yeah. So, like, how did you break out of that? It was really just, um, you know, once everything started blowing up, is you just get, like, Put on a spot basically yeah and it's like yo do or like, die kind of thing yeah, yeah it's like yo you gotta this artist wants to go in the studio and work with you and i'm just like oh shoot all right <laughs> yeah. and then you're gonna say no because you're, you're not down at the, yeah exactly. exactly i wasn't gonna be like yo i'm i'm terrified of speaking to people so yeah. i was just like yo i'm gonna do it and then eventually you just learn yeah and you know just even just going out like i used to never go out and then like you know i started uh i met like one of my best friends and he loves to go out all the time i would just 
go out with him and kind of just learn to interact with people. Yeah. You know, I just spent so much time working on music that like I lost out as a teenager. Like I lost <laughs> yeah. out on that like social part. But yeah. Well, you're inside all day, right? Just yeah. fucking cooking. What's your what, what's your family thinking at this point? Like at that like I guess before the whole big come up. Are they like supporting you? Like or is it kind of like, yeah. all right, you're making beats, but like maybe you gotta do something else. Yeah, no, my my dad was always like supportive. Um he was always like, you know what? If you if you want to do something, just put your all into it. My mom, it was out of love though. I, I'm never mad at her for this, but she was just concerned. She's just like, yo, sure. you know, she's she's from Jamaica. She like you, you never. That's like novelty. Yes. To yeah. uh, someone born in Jamaica in in like the seven sixties or growing up in the seventies and sixties, like, oh, you want to make music? That sounds like a joke to them. You, yeah. Be a doctor. Yeah. Be a facts. plumber. Do something. Yeah. Like you know what the I'm classic saying? Classic ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like my mom. She was supportive, but at the same time, she was very like, yo. Don't put your eggs in one basket. Go do something. Yeah. Go, like you know. So, but it was out of love though. I'm never mad at her for it. Yeah, so yeah. Like, she's looking out for you. Yeah, she's just concerned. Like, for sure, out for of sure. Love. So, I want to ask even at the beginning, like, did you have any like mentorship? Did you have anyone that was working with you that was older and you looked up to? Like, anything like that? Um, at the time, no, really. Like, wow. if it was like it was like me, Drake, and my boy D10, we were really like the first people. That, like the first that was the first group of people I was really working on music with. We didn't really have no mentors. Like we. Like I would say, like we we met up with like Cardinal and Socrates early, okay. and they were around sometimes. But I wouldn't even really say that was like mentoring. Mm. It was like we really had to figure the shit out ourselves, Damn. you know. Yeah. Which is like, there's no internet, there's no tutorial, <laughs> no YouTube yeah. to learn. Like I just had to twist knobs. Yeah. And figure out like, oh, this does this. All right, I'll remember that. Cool. Catching yeah. L's and then That's learning crazy. from that. Yeah, exactly. Different exactly. times. Was there was bro. any like any early L's that that you had to like take in and learn the hard way from? surprisingly you know it's crazy man thank god i don't i didn't really take too much else man like yeah. I, like i just really kind of like cruised into like everything and Damn. just you know it's like divine some something divine to be honest i didn't really sign any bad contracts i didn't uh take any else i kind of took my time with everything yeah. yeah and really like i'm a very aware person and i'm i really look at things and i'm just like does this make sense to do and i, I you know i have my i have good friends that are like mm, you know, I don't think you should do that. Yeah. That will call me out if I was ever, like, doing anything dumb or about to. So I can't really say I've, like, taken, like, in hell, really. You know? I was going to say, I mean, and the first artist you're working with is Drake. So it's like, I yeah. mean, yeah, you're kind of on, you're kind of on a, good, a good trajectory from oh, yeah. there. And I, I, want, I just want to talk about that a little bit. You said something that I think, like, a lot of people uh, from the city would agree with. That, like, mm -hmm. there was just something different about him. You saw it pretty early on, yeah. obviously. Um, I'm curious, in the studio... And we'll, we'll kind of get to it after too. But in the studio, is there anything different about working with Drake in the studio compared to other artists? Like, is there anything that you're just like, anything specific, the way he works or anything like that, where you're like, damn, this is crazy? It's just, Drake is just so, he's like very meticulous and very um, particular with what he wants. Okay. You know, um, one thing I actually learned from him is I used to put like a bunch of sounds in my beats. Like I used to have like, it used to be like mad busy. And okay. I remember him picking apart. An old song we did a long time ago called City Is Mine. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The beat was like completely different. And he literally, he's like, I like this beat. He's like, well, take this off, take this off, take this off, take this off, take that off. That's it. And yeah. I was like, bro, what? Like, I was like, it doesn't sound like it's like yeah. it's so bare now. But like when he went in the studio and, and did his thing on it, I was like, oh, I get it. You know, and he, mm -hmm. and he actually taught me like less is more. Yeah. You know, if you really listen to his songs, it's like he's the main instrument. Like, there's not much going on like in the back like he picked some good beats obviously yeah, but yeah. Like, it's like 
he stands out more than the beat sometimes. For sure. It kind of just keeps the song going. Yeah, like you yeah. keep the song, the, the flow going and he just goes on in. Yeah. Cool, cool. I mean, yeah, okay. Let's let's kind of continue from there. I think mm -hmm. like, okay, so you meet Drake. Mm -hmm. How was, um, yeah, how was that like the, I guess yeah. the first encounter? First encounter like, with Drake was um actually through MSN Messenger. Uh, huh. Like a long time ago. <laughs> oh, like, shit. Big throwback. Yeah, yeah. Huge throwback. Were you signing in and out with being like, Drake, message me? Drake, message me? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> no, it's crazy because my same boy that I was telling you about, D10, that I met at the Battle of the Beat Makers, he was always telling me about Drake. Okay. He's like, bro, you gotta you gotta link up with my boy Drake. Like he I was kicking it with D10 for maybe like half a year before I actually even met Drake, because he'd always talk about him. And he'd be like, yo, dude from Degrassi. And I was like, oh, like I didn't even know he raps. Like, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I know who he is from the TV show. Yeah. But like he's like, yo, I'm gonna give you his MSN, you guys connect. That's and after crazy. Yeah, added them on there and then MSN, bro. Trust me, throwback, bro. Yeah. And um he sent me like three songs and I was like, yo, I was like, yo, I get it. Like and it was at the time when there was like gangster rappers, like 50 was like the yeah. biggest mm -hmm. artist. And it was like every song was like gangster. Yeah, every yeah. song was about killing and he was rapping about like women and receipts. Loving, yeah. yeah. And like, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, like dinner and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the first song I heard, like it's called Money by Drake. And he was like talking about like saving his receipts and like calming down on his spending but yeah. i was like this is hard though <laughs> yeah. like he's doing it in like a dope way that yeah, I've but never it's relatable heard too yeah, yeah very yeah. relatable so from that i was like yeah like and we were supposed to link up a bunch of times and we didn't and then one of the nights i remember we were working at the studio in scarborough we used to work at all the time and he came through and i was doing a beat for this song called do what you do and he walked in the room when i was like halfway making a beat and he started writing like a verse for it and then he's like yo, what do you think about this? And and he spit the verse and I was like, shit's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the craziest thing happened, the power went out. Oh and my I, God. And the beat got like, he lost it. Lost the beat. I had to just remake the, the exact same beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So power came back. I remade the exact same beat, same tempo and everything. And then he jumped in the booth and recorded the the verse and the hook. And I was like, bro, this is, this is it, man. Like, That's you, crazy. You knew from that point, like, all yeah. right, yeah, yeah. We got to We got to keep working. And that song, they were like local radio was killing that song when we finally finished it, and like it was amazing, man. Like it was yeah, just, that was a moment when I really knew, like, yo, this this uh connection and like me and him together, like it's like there's something special. every time, man. It's like fire and gas, you know. But look, looking back now, do you think that you would have seen this coming, like how big he is now and how much you've helped with that as well? I will say this: I I knew that he was gonna be big, like I knew he was gonna be a huge artist, but like what he's doing right now is like i don't think anybody could have imagined like yeah like bro he's like breaking every records breaking the beatles records yeah. like i don't know like he's like unstoppable man even a kid from toronto too like yep. that, that's the impressive part but but what what i what i i respect about it, i think a lot of people respect is like that looks like most of the team is also from toronto yep. like you know what i mean it's kind of like a, the mentality of like putting on the people around you it's like a yep. loyalty right? i guess you can yeah. attest to that right it's yeah, no, of course of course it's, it's all about the family and just uh, you know the people that have been riding with you from the beginning you know you might as well yeah you know what i'm saying like it's like we were all there from the beginning so yeah you know everybody goes along for the ride everybody eats yes all know? these moments that you're talking about like do you ever look back because like you've like you've probably had crazy experiences and like you know, being in the studio with these people and, and making magic. Like, is there any moment that, that you look back on and you're like, damn, I wish I was I was there more. I was more present for that or I took it in more. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Even like around the time, like uh, when we really started seeing success, I was having a kid at the same time. Damn. You okay. know, and um, I there's a lot that I missed out on because like I was like back home, like, you know, making sure like my kid is good. And I, I would never pops, say like yeah. I regret that because obviously like of course I want to raise my kid, be around my my kid as well, you know. And um, but like I did miss out like 
like on a lot like even like the first tour and like okay a lot of stuff like i missed out on but it was it was for a good cause you know no for sure i mean bro yeah. <laughs> since then there's probably been a hundred more oh, fucking yeah, tours yeah. and yeah, shit exactly like i've so, been on some <laughs> i can imagine bro i can imagine so okay so at what at what point at what point does it just start to skyrocket does it just start to go like 90 90 degrees parallel up i think it started skyrocketing after um he dropped uh, so far gone okay and best i ever had started to take off yes it was like i didn't even understand what was going on bro because <laughs> I, I knew people liked the record like i went out like i was still in the basement like i was still in my mom's basement at that point still introverted still like you know like one of yeah. those like, yeah quiet ducked off people so i'd go out a few times with my friends and they're playing a the song they're playing a the song on the radio but when i really went to america i went to uh, new york to go um because uh publishing offers were coming in okay and, you know, different artists wanted to work with me and I was just traveling a bit. And I remember one time going to New York for like one of my first times and I went into a taxi cab and they were playing a song. Damn. I got out, went somewhere, they were playing a song. Damn. Everywhere I was going, I was hearing the song. And I went to Atlanta and they were playing the song. And when I really seen um, it really blowing up was when he had his performance in Atlanta. And uh, I think we went to a rehearsal and then I was looking, I was like, yo, why are all these people like lined up? Like at like twelve in the afternoon, they're like, "Yo, they're lining up for the show," and I'm like, "Show's like at like ten nine o'clock tonight," and they're like, "Yeah, damn, up for the show. that's crazy." And I was like, "Whoa!" Like I was like, "This is crazy." Yeah. And then when we get to the show that night, it was literally chaos. It's like yeah. sardines on the like <laughs> sardine can. And you're like, "This is like fuck. This is crazy at this point." Yep. Everybody's singing every word off so damn. far gone verbatim. Yeah. And it wow. was like nuts, bro. Like. Moments like that, even moments like I don't know if you've ever seen the video of him performing, uh, I think November, uh, November fourteenth in Houston, yeah, where everybody's just he he couldn't even like do it because couldn't every, sing. Everyone yeah, was yeah, singing yeah, for him. Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll like, throw it in. Ridiculous. So those moments are like that was like. The first kind of moments where you're like, damn, this is this is happening. Yeah. And at that really point, happened. at that point, I guess now, like you said, you're having other artists starting to hit you up and say, mm -hmm. yo, I want to work with you. Yeah, yeah. So what's that like? Like, how, how does that happen? Man, it's just people were just figuring out, like, who's, like, I guess, reading the credits and, like, who's doing the production. So <laughs> my phone is ringing and, like, people are hitting me up online to work. And, you know, it, it was just, like, it's a dream come true. It's like, yeah. this is what I always wanted, you know? Like, I wanted to, like, I look up to Dr. Dre and um, I used to just always look at, credits and be like yo this song all produced by trey like oh man like yeah it makes you know, sense I be like that guy you know like yeah i want to like be i want to impress people like that guy used to impress me yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. his music so it was just a dream come true to see uh artists like i look up to and i grew up listening to um reach out to me for music and ask me to be in the studio and now i have relationships a lot of them, you know, like a lot of them are my homies now, you know. And I can imagine for sure. You're yeah. you're producing their music. At yeah. that point, who is it? Like who's hitting you up in those moments? And you're like, bro, <laughs> this everyone, is crazy. Bro, like literally everyone. Like, yeah. Even um, I remember after we did uh Forever, um, what a it, tune, what a track, bro. Yeah, bro, insane. Fuck. You know, as a, as a, I think I was maybe like twenty or twenty one when that came out. <laughs> that was like a mega oh, track, bro. That's like crazy. the squad on crazy. it, bro. Yeah, bro. I was like, when they were telling me, they're like, okay. First it was like Drake and Wayne, and then they're like, okay, now it's Drake, Wayne, and Kanye, and they're like, okay, now Eminem is on this. Oh. I was like, bro, what? Yeah, yeah, all stars, yeah. insane. So after that record, um, I had a um, a manager, DJ Mormilli, um, who's pretty tight with Eminem, and I guess Eminem obviously heard the Forever track because he's on it, and he's like, yo, who, who did this beat? Mm. And he, he's like, yo, I, I manage him. He's like, I, 
can get you a pack if you want. He's like, yeah, tell him, send me like 10 packs, 10 pack or whatever. That's crazy. And then he hit me. I remember I was in the basement and he's like, yo, uh, Eminem reached out for some beats. And I was like, all right. Packed up like 10 of them things and, and sent it over there. And then then they hit me after and they're like, yo, I think you, you got like the first single off his like wow. the, the Eminem like hiatus album, like Recovery. Yeah, Monday. Recovery when yeah. he came back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like I did uh, Not Afraid and Seduction on that. Holy bangers, bro. bro. Yeah, I remember my manager telling me, he's like, yeah, you got the one. Not was afraid like, was oh. was crazy, yeah. Yeah, it was a crazy record, man. Life changing stuff too. So yeah. when when after the okay, so after the let's say the blow up with Drake or when you realize mm-hmm. that things are going, were you signed to a publisher? Um, yeah, like I ended up uh, signing with Sony. I okay. think I was like uh, 20, 21 or okay. I just I, you know I needed the money. Yeah, you know? yeah. You, you, know, you don't regret that to. and shit. Like it was good. No, no, no. It was good. It yeah, was good. Like I because we hear like nightmares about like like producers getting mm-hmm. signed and shit. And they have a bad time and. Oh no, I did. You were good. Yeah, I was good. Like I, I literally um, have a great lawyer, and he um, had great terms. It was all about the terms and like the right amount of you know what works for you. Yeah. So um, we had the terms right. Everything was right, and I have no complaints with um, with anybody over there. They they did me right. Yeah. You know, they always did. Man got paid. Yeah. I, so now you're just solo. Now you're just paid. on your own. Oh uh, no, I'm still with Sony. Okay, I'm still cool. With Sony, but I have my own publishing companies. There like, you go. I sign writers and producers as well. Sick. Create opportunities for them too. Like a lot of guys from the city. Yes. You know, other places as well. You know, just trying to like you know, put people on too. Exactly. You know. That's cool. Like, man. I've, I feel like I I have to because like when well, I was you said up, you didn't I, even have anyone. Yeah, right? I didn't have yeah. anybody. So I try to mentor as much people as I can. I used to mentor producers at the Remix Project. I've seen that. Yeah, I yeah. want to ask about that. Like, what was your involvement there, and like, mm-hmm. how did, how was that for you? It was amazing, man. Yeah. I, I had mentored a few uh, producers coming out of the remix. Uh, Gavin Shepard had hit me and said, like, a few of the producers there would love to, you know, be mentored by me. Of One of them being Wonder Girl, who's, like, shit. an incredible... <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Holy shit. Producer. I didn't even really have to do much with her. She yeah. was, I was like... <laughs> she was already on her way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're already seasoned, like, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just always, like, open to helping and... and uh, you know, especially yeah. good people that make good music. Like, why not from from this city too? Do a lot of people hit you like for advice and shit? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time. I'm never shy about the advice and like never trying to hold back. That's cool that you're like super it. humble though about it, bro. Because like you're around like big people all the time. Mm-hmm. You're doing big shit. So like to stay humble like that. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think keeps you grounded? I think what keeps me grounded is just you know from like where I've came from. You know, yeah. like I was a kid born in Phase One, Jamaica. Yeah. Parents weren't nothing they, like, they didn't have nothing they came up here i i didn't have anything i wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for music so literally why would i like you know like just try to hold stuff for myself i'm just happy to be where i'm at today yeah. you know i'm I'm very happy and uh, i'm down to help anybody like that's a good person you know what i'm saying so it's good to hear bro. I'm, I'm i'm i mean like what you're saying it, it hits hard we always have this conversation where i feel like mm-hmm. i don't know if 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 it's just the music industry in, in Toronto or, or just just Toronto in general, but I feel like not enough people like show each other love. Like there's not enough love between artists, you see that uh, producers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I, like yeah, I, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. Like and why it's kind of like why why it goes that way here and not not more love between people. Like I'm not sure, you know, but because like I'm never like I, like I always want to show people love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you know, a lot of people have like narcissistic behavior you know like they want to just have everything for themselves and like be over everybody but like one thing i learned coming up in this is like why like win alone like why just be like the one guy that has everything you know around your friends that have nothing like why not 
have your whole team lit. Why not everybody be lit? Yeah. You know, why not everybody be the man? And like, I don't want to pay for dinner all the time. I feel like for a lot of people, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for a lot of people though, they don't, they don't see that until they're in a position where they're like super successful. Yeah. And then they're like, yo, it's kind of lonely just winning alone. Yeah. Like, but like when, on their way, they're like, yo, I'm down to win alone. Fuck it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like ma imagine that. Like, how would you feel? Just nah. like, yo, everybody around you is like not doing well and you're just the only one. No, I don't, well. I don't like that. Especially when others around you are capable of doing something. Yeah. You no, know, guys are capable of being put in positions to win as well. Yeah. Why not do it? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what it is about Toronto. I, I think I think it's kind of loosening up. I think yeah, guys like you, guys like you and, and other people, you mm -hmm. know, in your position are starting to say, hey, like let's let's put these young guys on. You, know you, th I mean? you think like artists have to leave Toronto to really make it? I think so. Yeah. Um I feel like you don't like everybody uh, you don't get that much love where you're from. Like it's yeah. like, oh, I know. See, we see this guy. You know, we it's not it's head. not exciting. That's yeah. our guy. You know. Yeah. You know, so it's like I feel like when you go other places, people are like, you know, they don't see you, and um, you know, they just hear about you. And yeah, I forgot the saying. I think it's like, what well, a, a king is not appreciated in his own kingdom. Sometimes, yeah, like, yeah. Something like, I, I don't know. I'm, I might Damn. be butchering the whole. That sounds thing. right. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah, but it's like you know, like I, I feel like. Else, elsewhere you get love because people don't see you people you know you're like yeah. new it's like you're like a new shiny toy yeah, exactly. yeah no we we feel you as soon as we as soon as we left and, and went to go to miami to shoot yeah. the pod like everything changed for us getting way more love i'm like yeah, bro yeah. it's like people taking us more serious yeah. though too like of course like they see us taking our craft seriously and then they're like okay like i gotta take them seriously now exactly that's so, it yeah but it's, it sucks it. though it sucks because like you kind of want to stay home and do your thing but you do <laughs> you know, can't have everything yeah. you know yeah, but then you, know, you come yeah. home you get your you get your flowers after exactly. eventually eventually yeah. you know it's a little vacation yeah. a little travel you know <laughs> it's not a bad thing you bad. think if it wasn't for for linking up with drake at that time that you would have had to left to leave too oh for sure yeah for sure I, I feel like especially if that didn't happen um i'd definitely have to be out of here because it's like there wasn't nothing much really going on here like yeah. there's a lot of artists doing dope stuff here but i really do feel like i would have to get out of here leave to, yeah you know yeah. to branch out with bigger artists and, and stuff but thank god that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious is there anything anything you like that you need to be like specifically done when you're in the studio like do you have any like sort of like there needs to be a fucking candle lit in the corner and we need like fucking Vitamin water, like, do you, do you have your I shit? Need, I need a midget holding balloons. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be distracting as fuck, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, not even. Like, you know what? I've worked in such, like, horrible situations. Like, I used to work at this studio, man. The engineer was like, there's, like, mice running around, bro. Oh, like, shit. Okay, okay. Like, terrible conditions. Like, I, I didn't even care. Like, I just wanted to work. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not picky about anything, man. Like, mm -hmm. if you can work in, like, conditions like that, like, so this crazy studio in Scarborough, man. Like, it was like really bad, bad <laughs> condition. Like, crime, people getting robbed. Damn. All kinds of stuff. And just whipping up a beat on Fruity Loops. Exactly. Like <laughs> I was just ignoring, I was zoned out. Yeah. Like, forget all that, what's going on. Like, I'm just going to, like, do what I can, you know? And yeah. what about any art, any artists that you work with? Because obviously, like, you worked with the greats. Yeah. So, like, any of them have, like, weird, like, fucking. I wouldn't say weird. Not but, weird, but. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, yeah, I wouldn't say it was weird. But, like, you know, like, some people, they just need, like, specific things to, to, um, trigger their creativity you know? okay um i don't know anything like obviously a lot of rappers they don't they need weed yeah i need to smoke yeah, yeah yeah tons yeah, yeah. of weed and are you a weed guy or not nah? nah i cannot nah. smoke weed man no really? come on i like i don't know it just gets me zooked bro. <laughs> yeah all right. rather, I feel it gets me zooked too, bro. i can't lie rather, you don't want to see me on weed <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, i'll be quiet like i'm nah, oh, so, so you, you won't smoke and work at all no 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 i can't no and you know another thing too if i smoke weed 
and make music, everything sounds good to me. And then I listen to the next day <laughs> and, and someone, it sounds like ass. Or you're like, bro, listen to this. And they're like, yo, what are you on, bro? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't. I'll, I'll have a drink sometimes here yeah. and there, you know, like a little vibe in the studio. But weed, I don't know. I can't. Mm. I want to I wanna touch, touch upon your sound a bit, mm. like kind of going back to it. I, like mm. from the start, I guess, to like now, what have, like, what do you do? on a day-to-day to stay up with, like, musical trends mm-hmm. and, and stay educated in music as it's changing so much yeah. and keep your sound fresh, too. How do, how do you do that? How I do that is I try to stay off the trends. Like, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm very aware of what's going on, but, like, I like to go against the grain. Yeah. Like, for instance, when um, I did, like, work for Rihanna and yeah. Controller for Drake, like, at that time, I was so burnt out of making hip-hop music. I was like, yo, I want to just... I was listening to like Sean Paul and I was like, yeah, I want to make like dance some hall. dance hall yeah. music. Like, yeah. But I swear you changed to. the way that people were, were kind of fucking with dance hall and inputting it into music, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 It did change a lot with, with, with those records and that whole year where like one dance and like yeah. all those songs came, even like Sorry by Bieber. Oh yeah. Like everything had that island bounce to it. Yeah. And um, that just came out of just being like bored. I wasn't trying to cop. I didn't hear anything happening. Yeah. I was just like, yo, I'm Jamaican. I grew up on dance hall music. I miss dancehall music. I want to like make it in the present day and like have that same energy when you used to hear it in the parties back in the day. Yeah, in the parties now and like modernize it. So that was really it. Like, Those are club bangers. Bro. You, you, oh, say, yeah. you say you say you say work. You say work, which is like bro, one of the biggest fucking tracks of like the decade, yeah. straight up. And uh, I remember I remember hearing like a, a a leaked version and it was party and yeah. Drake on it. Yeah, yeah. So is that like what, what was the evolution? Did it did it start with that? And then Yeah, I think her and um uh party worked on that together. Okay. They were like in the studio together. I wasn't there. That was a thing where uh he had hit me and told me he's in the studio with her. Okay. So I had uh just sent him that that track and he um yeah, recorded yeah, yeah. it. Like I I wasn't there when they were recording it or nothing, but no, I, I think I actually have that version on my phone. Like, I don't even know how I still have it, but it was a banger. It's I'm like, damn. No, that boy party is different, man. He's <laughs> yeah. like, man, that boy can He's wavy, man. Yeah. Very wavy. I creature, see you in the man. back, yeah. Jay. We got a big, big party next door <laughs> fan oh, in the back here. Back <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I want to know about your process too. Like, how does it, how does it work? Like, are you just making all these beats and then going to these guys and saying, hey, I got beats? Or is it more like, hey, I'm going for this vibe. Can you create something around this? Um, yeah, it happens like that sometimes. Like, okay. Whereas like somebody asks for something specifically. But yeah. for the most part, uh, what I've come to learn is usually like there'll be people making music like, oh, like we heard like, a song by Beyonce, let me make something like that and oh, then okay. give it to her. But like, she's not going to want to do the same thing. Yeah, they want again. something or, different. Yeah, or an, an artist is going to want something different. So yeah. I've always like thrived on being ahead of the curve and, and not being afraid to like present something completely off the wall to somebody. Yeah. Like, what's the worst that could happen? They're just going to be like, oh, nah. Yeah. yeah that's true. I'm going to be like, cool. You know, but sometimes people are like, oh, that's different. Like, I want to try, try that, that out. out. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, that's not the usual. So yeah. that's usually always the case. Is there any tracks that like popped off that you that you never would have imagined? Like you'd be like, bro, it's not how the fuck did this happen? Like I just thought this would be whatever. Um, no, usually I have a good gauge on like if something's gonna pop off, but it's like sometimes the beats that I make, I'm like that get placed and turn into huge records. I would never think that it would be that beat. Like yeah. for instance, like headlines. I wouldn't. I never even thought like Drake would like that beat. Banger. And I was like, you know what? Let me just see how he feels about this. I ended up playing. Well, it why didn't him. Why didn't you think he was gonna like it? I made it so fast, bro. I made that beat in like five <laughs> Yo, minutes. That's crazy. I was like, I swear to God, like, I was like five, ten minutes. That's top. talent, bro. Yeah, I was, I was just like, yo, I'm gonna whip something up, and then like, bro, he was like, yo, yeah, this is it. That's the one. Yeah, but I never expected that. That's crazy. But, 
Um, on in the in the interview with Rap Radar, mm-hmm. you mentioned something that I really liked. You said sometimes music has to marinate with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I fuck with that because um, I feel like I feel like a lot of Drake's albums. Mm. They gotta marinate with people it's because true. we always hear hear the hate. The album comes out. Oh, what's this all about? What's mm-hmm. this all about? Oh, this song. What's he talking about? Lover boy. Yeah. And then two weeks later, everybody everywhere, every radio station, every club, every person posting the lyrics. That's really what it is. Just staying ahead of the curb. He's yeah. really ahead of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even honestly, never mind. Like, I remember him yeah. dropping that and everybody's reaction. I guess they thought it was gonna be like a hip hop album, and everybody's yeah. like, yo, what the. And then, like, literally, give, give them, everyone, like, three bro. weeks. Now everybody's like, oh, Everyone's my God. Everyone's in Greece playing the tracks. Everyone's yeah. in Mykonos playing the tracks yeah, now. Yeah, tracks yeah. playing everywhere because it's, it's amazing. Like, of when course. I heard that off the jump, I was like, yo, this is yeah. fantastic. Crazy. Yeah. You know yeah. Why do you think some music takes, like, that takes time to marinate with people? Like, what is there a reason for that? Because people are just so used to, or they have an idea of, like, oh, this is what we're getting. Like, even when he posted that, they're like, oh, we're getting, oh, we're getting a Drake. Like, they're thinking, oh. Like a random Drake album, automatically their mind probably goes to like, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And they're like, oh, this is what we're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. But like, nah, like it's, it it's different. different every <laughs> time. It's, it's different, different every time. Exactly. But um, you know, that's just how it it is with people. It's kind of like when when Kanye came out with uh, 808s Fox, and Heartbreak. Fox. I personally didn't like it when I heard when I heard it. I was like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. Like, what is Kanye doing? But yeah. like, after a while, I was just like. Bro, this is one of my, and that's one of my favorite albums ever. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's a genius. Yeah. Ahead of the curve. It's exactly. crazy. Like just, in music, you can have like a bad first impression mm-hmm. and then go on to like that same song, platinum. Yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. It just takes a while to register to some yeah. people sometimes. Like change is like a, a big thing for people. They don't want to, they don't want to change or they don't want anything different. They kind of are looking for the same. But like when you go drastically left like that, it throws people off. But you know, eventually they get back on track. Yeah, but you, you keeps it fresh too. It gives mm-hmm. them like another input. It, it's it's actually uh, the Beyonce track heated. Mm-hmm. I like now I'm just talking about all the unreleased shit I heard. I, I was on TikTok and mm-hmm. I heard uh, a version with Drake, mm-hmm. and 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 it leaked before his album came out. Yeah. So everyone thought that honestly, yeah. Nevermind was going to be like that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does that happen? Does that happen often where you guys like whip something up and then end up just like passing it to somebody else? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of the time too. I think he wrote that one specifically, um, with her in mind. Uh, you know? Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, hackers be on it and they got a version of it before it, uh, yeah. Came out and, and, and leaked it on the internet. But you know, that was like something that he, he did and gave it to her. And then she, you know, she did her thing and she altered it and uh, made it her own. You know, and yeah, I, I want to actually talk about that. And uh, I mean, we had Pooh Bear on the on the pod a couple a couple. Uh, goat, yeah, yeah go, go. So my goats, man. Yeah. We we had him on. We had him on, and, and I asked him this question. And now I'm sitting in front of you. I think it's even more uh, appropriate to ask you. Mm-hmm. When that whole like Meek Mill thing happened with Drake mm-hmm. and whatever, and there was a whole like the whole writing situation. Yeah. Me personally, I mean, I'm a fucking massive Drake fan, so again, yeah. maybe I'm biased, but like I. I don't really understand the issue of like have, like working with writers, like working with people in the studio. Obviously, that blew up to something yeah. massive. And R.I.P. Meek because bro, it didn't work out for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was it was a bad decision he made. But yeah. nonetheless, like I could never understand it. I didn't see an issue with it. Obviously, I'm not in the yeah. you know in that world. But yeah, I'm just curious your thoughts on it because you're, you're in it. Well, music is a collaborative process. I think like everything, especially a lot of hit songs, is a collaborative effort. Where, whether it's from like a producers writers or like an idea a sample from an interpolation from something rap just has this stigma of like you know if you're a real rapper you gotta do everything you gotta sit in a room by yourself and write all these songs but like it's like come on really really and truly think about it who wants to sit in a room 
yeah. by themselves and and like just write yeah. songs. Like it happens a lot of you know it's Drake true. writes a lot of his stuff. He writes damn near almost all of it. Oh, you know like that, saying? like just chilling by himself. Yeah, like you right. know, like he collaborated with yeah. uh, with few people sometimes, but like everyone does it. Like, it's like I didn't yeah. see any problem in it with it. Yeah. But um, you know, like people just wanted to make something out of something. Yeah, he had you know? to find yeah. something. He had to find something. Yeah, exactly. The man he had nothing. No scandal. No nothing. You know, <laughs> yeah, he was just trying to find something to get him out of there, and it yeah. didn't work. You know, <laughs> played played in his favor, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, How about but, when it comes to like even getting credit as a producer? Did mm-hmm. you ever ever have like an issue with that? I mean, not with Drake, obviously. Mm-hmm. You guys are no. boys, but. Did you ever have that issue? Because like I feel like we hear that all the time from like people from the city that we know. They're like, yeah. "Damn, I didn't get credit. Like I didn't get credit on this." It happens sometimes, but a lot of the times it will happen off of like a mistake. Like somebody like just you know a lot. Sometimes the background stuff is like unorganized. But um, I was always into anybody I work with, anybody I collaborate with, I credit everybody. I'm always for that because I just think it's the right thing to do. You know, yeah, I've been sense. in situations early where. People have tried to buy my music and and put it out like producers trying to buy my beats and like oh and say they put their it. name on it and stuff. You know, it's something that happens. Like yeah. guys do it, but I just don't operate like that. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's not like integral to me. Yeah, like you know, anybody I work with has to it has to be known. You know, because like it's like you put in work. You know, so yeah. Like you, you yeah, I don't see the issue with that. I never understood I that. I don't at all. As a, as a producer. Like obviously, like there, there's levels to it. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Would you? Can you I mean, speak for yourself? But can you say? Can can a producer get to 100 m's? Can a producer make 100 m's? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, who is it? Scott Storch oh, was telling yeah. me at one point he made like 200 million off of yeah music. Oh, no, he was on. Yeah, he blew. Okay. He was yeah, Scott Storch was on a legendary yeah. run, and like, then the I, don't, I don't even want to know what those publishing checks were like, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> Scott Storch is on fire. What did you do with your first check? Like your first big check? My first big check, I went and uh, paid for my parents' house. Amazing. That's the first thing I did with Damn, my money. I went bro. straight to the bank. My dad was in complete shock. Like, he was, like, looking at the pink slip and everything. <laughs> he was like, wow. He's like, this shit actually happened, you know? Yeah. I think it was, like, $144,000 left to pay down on my parents' house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I got my check, I did that because at the crazy. time, I was still living with my parents. And I was like, yo, if, if I'm going to live with you guys, I'm going to make sure you guys are straight. You know, my dad was working overtime. Uh, every night and and busting his ass, you know. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me like relieve some pressure. That was your motivation. Yeah. How'd sure. that feel for you? How'd that feel being able to do that? Felt great, man. Cause yeah. like, man, my dad was always like ride or die, especially with me um, doing music, and always supported. You know, so I was like, I had to make sure my parents were the first people taken care of. Yes, sir. And then yes, I had sir. Um, my sister just had a kid too, so I had bought her a car. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't do nothing for myself for like the first four years. It's all like just making sure. And my family's straight. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. Yeah. That's what. Cha- what changed that's for you when you started having your own family? Um, just um, you know, I feel like that was very um humbling situation for me. I feel like it happened at the same time when my music was taken off, okay. and it was kind of a grounding situation because I, I just had a daughter at the time when everything was like going up, and um, I feel like if I didn't have her, like. You know, you can get lost in the whirlwind lost of success. Lost in the sauce, bro. Like, mm. You know, that kind of saved me from being lost in the sauce, I believe. Yeah. You know, because I've probably been out in L.A. <laughs> going crazy. Like, you know. Of course, bro. The parties. Yeah. That's crazy. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even party so much. I just feel like I would have just been out there or somewhere else and, like. Just doing shit, yeah. Yeah, like, I would have maybe lost, like, touch with, like, close friends and family. Because yeah. I'm, I'm really, like, a guy that's, like, locked in. When I'm locked in on something, especially, like, music, I shut everything out and I'm like solely focused on that. So that was very humbling and it kept me back home, kept me rooted with my family. Yeah. yeah. And just like, you know, just like raising a kid is just 
it's something, something different, you know? Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. Y- no, 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 I can right. imagine, bro. That's why we're asking, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it'll um, definitely humble you, bro. You yeah. Know? Wait, was imagine. there was there was there any artist that you walked in the studio and were like, damn, bro, like I never thought I'd be here in front of this person? I mean, maybe it happened a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Curious. Yeah, tons, man. I remember even like um the fact that I know like Jay, you know, like and worked with him and you know, all these guys that I listened to growing up, like Eminem, one of my favorite rappers growing up, that I did a song with him, I met him. You know, I spoke to him, like, a bunch of times. And, you know, it's just it's surreal, man, like, seeing these guys that literally shaped the way I make music and, and shaped the way, even, like, meeting, like, Timberland, meeting Dr. Dre for the first time. You know, having a, like, a do- I have a dope relationship with Swiss, one of my favorite producers, too. And, like, you know, these guys are, it's like, these guys are, like, accessible. I can speak to these guys whenever yeah. I want, and it's, it's amazing, man. I grew up, grew up idolizing Swiss and Dre and Pharrell and all these people, and I, you know, I met them and I speak to them. So, it's got the phone cool, number. Man. Quick yeah. text. You just quick did text something with away. Beyonce too, right? Yeah, yeah. But you manifested that because yeah. I, I seen you on on the on the Rap Radar interview. Yeah. He said I'm about to put this out in, into the universe, yep. and it's about to come true. So, do you believe in manifestation? Oh, yep. Because we're all about that. Always, man. Yeah. Always. You ever watch The Secret? That, of that course, bro. Bob Proctor. Bro. Come on. R.I.P. R.I.P. R.I.P., man. I watched that movie young when I was like, I think seventh grade. My oh, dad shit. brought that home. Oh, shit. That'll shock you yeah. at that age. Yeah, it was. It You're was, like, damn, I know The Secret now. <laughs> yeah, this, it really is The Secret, man. But I really like, you know, put. I, I have like a board that I write stuff on. And um, I just say things and put it out in the air. And I really believe it. You know, like, I feel it like, I feel helps, like all the helps. I feel like all the OVO boys have been like, Big in the spiritual, like uh, even Drake, like and, well, you and, see what, what happens, guys, like, like you see the growth that they've had, and, and like you got to believe in that. There's like you know a higher power, like another power, mm-hmm. like pushing you oh, or helping sure. you or that something, you know. It's like ignorant to believe that, yeah, you're just doing everything yourself. Come on, like I even look at my own life, and I'm just like, yo, like it's things just went too like smooth, too, too nice, yeah. <laughs> yo, it was <laughs> too easy. Yeah, no, it shouldn't be that easy. You know but were you always like that? Always like writing things down, putting it, like you were always like that, even from a young age. Yeah, and I'd always just believe. Like I would always like, I'm like, yo, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm doing. Like, and yeah. nobody's gonna stop me from doing it. Yeah, like literally, nobody can stop you from doing anything. I and I tell that, I tell that to my family members, my friends, my my daughter. Like, yo, if you want something, there's nobody stopping you from getting it but yourself. Big facts. You know we saying? we yeah. call it the why not philosophy. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You want to do something? Why not? Exactly. Like what's really stopping you? Nothing. You know? I think you're a prime example of that. Yeah. That's crazy. What I'm curious, what what is your what would you, your advice be to any, you know, producers from the city just trying to fucking make it? Just At trying this to get time their name too, out there. Like with time? social media and in the internet being the way it is. Yeah. Might be easier, might be harder. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, well, if you're a produ- if you're anything like how I used to be in like like quiet and like you know i would say don't be like yeah. my advice to myself coming up back then would have been like yo just be out there more like don't be so scared of rejection if somebody says they don't like your beats and actually my advice too is work on your music work on your craft a lot of people just come and it, it everything looks easy yeah especially now to a lot of the younger kids like you know they watch stuff on tiktok they watch stuff on instagram everything looks so easy like yeah. it just comes like that it really doesn't bro like that thousand hours you need to put in that more than thousand hours into like what you're doing and become a master of what you're doing yeah. and then like get out there don't be shy to like just walk up to somebody tell them that you make music what they're just gonna what are they gonna say yeah you know okay like 
just just put yourself out there really and truly yeah, yeah. don't be afraid of rejection i hear you because again i feel like in this industry yeah you have to you mm-hmm. had to be like that like just show me hey this is who i am this is what i do yeah. whatever and just kind of see what happens exactly you got to yeah do you think do you think it's easier for a producer now to get out there yeah yeah a whole yeah. lot easier especially with the internet it's like yo you could just dm your favorite producer and he might listen like i listen yeah. to people's dms all the time yeah like i'll just go through my dms and uh, like uh, somebody send me music and i'll be like yeah i'm not doing anything i'm gonna go listen to this I That's found dope. a lot of dope producers like that. I was gonna say, have you ever like actually used anything that you found through the DMs? Yeah, yeah. I, even like, I, I like a lot of people don't know this. Like, I was like the person who kind of discovered like Party Next Door. Like, I like oh, oh yeah shit. through one of my producers that I was working with. Okay, would always tell me about uh, PND, and um, I was like, let me hear it. Like this guy Jaron that you keep telling me about, <laughs> and I was like, yo, I listened to it, and I was like, bro, this is incredible. Ended up sending it to Drake and Oliver. And the rest was history after that. You know, like, I don't ever, like, that's probably the first time I've ever talked about that. But Crazy. a lot of guys, even, like, Frank Dukes, producer. Yeah. Wow. Um, vinyls. Yeah, you know, yeah, a yeah. Lot of, a lot yeah. of guys, like, you know, just just take a listen, man. You never know. Like, what is that, What is that? like, 30 seconds of your time? Could listen? change your life at the same time. Exactly. You <laughs> it's know? crazy. And, and and it gives you credit, bro. You find someone big, like... Yeah. As, as a as a as a someone that people look up to, you're you're hearing their shit. You yeah. find someone, you find someone who's making something good. Like why not? Like mm-hmm. why not put them on? You know, exactly. or at least give them the opportunity. Like yeah, it makes sense. Like when, first time I heard like vinyls or like Frank or any of those guys. Even like um, there's so much guys, but like it's just like bro, this is incredible. Like why not? Yeah. Why not help? What am I gonna like? Oh no, 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 he's too good. Let me, let me. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I want to be the time. Uh, no. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't operate like that. You know? No, you got that. I feel like you got that, like that real, like Canadian, like vibe. You just want to mm-hmm. help people. Like you're fucking nice, dude. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm very surprised that, 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 that you, that you live here. That, that you live. You still live in Canada. Mm-hmm. I know we were just mentioning that because it's been pretty crazy here yeah. for the last two, three years. I know yeah. a lot of people just picked up and left. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it was kind of hard for me to pick up and leave because yeah. like my family and my for daughter, sure. you know? For sure. I'm like, if everybody's going to suffer, I'm going to suffer with, with them. Yeah. I'm going to be like, peace out, guys. Yeah. Do this on your own, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I, was, I had to stay back and suffer with everybody. So, yeah. Um, I didn't mind it, but it was some BS though. Yeah, it was BS. Yeah, it was interesting. We we uh we we talked a lot about it uh, on the podcast, and uh, I was saying I seen I seen some of the things on Twitter and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. we won't go too deep into it. I know yeah. your manager's probably gonna be like, "Bro, cut <laughs> yeah. that part right now." <laughs> yeah, but uh, but uh, speaking speaking of your management, yeah, uh, Simon, yeah, yeah. Simon. I, I know him from IG as Steez. Yeah. He used to be Steez. Yeah, but now he looks great. more more professional. He moved yeah. to more professional. Rebrand, <laughs> yeah. rebrand. Yeah. Talk, talk about that. Talk about that relationship there. How'd that come to be? What was that whole situation? No, nah, man. Simon, that's my guy, man. I've known him for... I know Simon since he was a kid. Like, he used to be like Simon, my other boy, Savas, and Tristan Thompson. Like, that used to be like the Rat Pack, you know? And, okay, okay. You know, I've just known those guys since they were young. And like, you know, like, Simon always had the gift. Like, everybody just loves him. Like, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like. And um, he just always had that personality. It's like everybody wants to be around him. Everybody fucks with him. Everybody's always hitting him up. And he's just an all-around great guy. Very smart guy, too. Very smart with numbers and just situationally smart, you know? And um, I remember at the time, um, I didn't have a manager. And uh, I was just, like, kind of just doing stuff on my own. And I was around Simon a lot. And I was just like, you know what? Like, bro, you can be my manager, bro. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and like, look what he made of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, we've done some crazy deals. We've done like, you know, he manages Giveon now. Probably. He has Isla management. Um, we manage like some of the hottest producers: Oz, Cardo, Got Wings, um, Nils, uh, 
Seven Thomas, uh, who's also from Toronto as well. Um, you know, so much great guys, great talent. And um, yeah, man, uh, it was all about just, you know, putting the right, like I said, put the right people in the right places to thrive. And that was literally perfect. Like, I just like felt like he was good enough to be like a manager. Yeah. And, you know, he, I feel like he didn't even, he was kind of <laughs> like, huh? And then like, yeah. now it's just like, you know. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy it. though, bro. You three were friends like from, from childhood. Bro, playing Xbox, bro. Like, Damn. Like, you know, and look, like, look at that crew. Like, look at that crew, bro. <laughs> right? Tristan, Tristan doing his thing in NBA. Like, you yeah. guys did. Wow, bro. NBA yeah. champion. You yes. Know, manager. Savas is even like producing music as yeah, well too. Yeah, yeah, You know, and it's just like everybody around me is, is, is like all my best friends are doing something. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Blessed. Like Seven Thomas, you know, signed Giveon. Giveon's blowing up. Simon. EK, everybody, all my friends around me are all doing well. Everyone's eating, bro. Amazing feel. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Everybody got to eat. When you're looking at the like the, the talent, let's say like, like you're coming across his talent, is there something that you're looking for in particular? Um, Nah. Like, I don't look for anything in particular. You just, just hear it and you're like, okay, something's different. If I just like it, I like it. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be like, yo, I'm specifically looking for this. If something just tickles my fancy <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i like what i like so yeah. yeah you know i gotta i gotta ask you about do not disturb bro because yeah, yeah. yo i fucking love that track bro, yeah. bro. that shit's timeless favorites. bro i don't know how it's so it's just timeless you can mm -hmm. bump that whenever bro and it gets you in your feels right oh, off yeah. the bat oh yeah um and it gets you like inspired and motivated at the same time mm -hmm. What was that like, um, putting that together? Because, bro, I just got to know. He's going to yeah. say, bro, it took me five minutes. Yeah, he's going to be like, yo, it took two <laughs> bro, seconds, it was just bro, five done, minutes. Bro. I was like, good. seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> sure, no, um, I actually um, um, got the vocals from uh, Snow Allegra, who's a yeah. good friend of mine. She has a song, Time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she actually sent me a voice note. So that, that on that beat, it's like a voice note of her. What? Her, yeah, it's like a voice note vocal. And then I kind of put it That's into crazy. my program and, and altered it a little bit, pitched her up. And then made the beat. I think Drake was on tour at that time. So I was just like literally in the studio and just making uh, stuff and like kind of sending it to him. And uh, I remember making that beat and I just thought it was just really a special beat. Crazy it was one of those beats you could just listen to by itself with like mm. no words. Yeah. And then I ended up passing it over to him and he he absolutely killed yeah, it. Yeah, he just destroyed it. You know? Yeah. That, 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 that's usually a track people say is like their all time like... That's that's that's, that's like up there Drake for me, track. bro. It's really up there for me. For me, Pound Cake, bro. Which oh, also yeah. like that's a big track, oh, yeah. man. Great track, <laughs> yeah, Great track. bro. Crazy, crazy yeah. track. No, man. If you, if you look through like your your discography, it's fucking mm -hmm. insane. And especially like it's so prominent at the beginning of of Drake's career. Yeah. So it's just like you know, like I I, I want to say you almost helped him like build his sound, or you were a part of that foundation. Yeah, we helped each other. You know, yeah. Like, it's like it's, it's like a a thing where it's like goes hand in hand, you know? And, um, yeah, yeah man, like, I, like I'm just so happy, but I'm happy I met him and he, he changed everybody's life, man. Yeah. And he really like goes in for everybody. He really like puts himself out there and has put himself out there to, to really like break himself and, and help everybody and propel everybody, you know? Yeah. So I, I always have that respect for him always. That's like my brother. But technically, yeah. I mean, if you remove your tracks, <laughs> like, guys, what are you trying to say, bro? Like, if you, you like, that's, say, a, that's a, those are a lot of good tracks. I can't, I can't, I can't say. I feel like that man is was always gonna. He was do gonna that. do some shit anyways. You know yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So you know, I'm, he would have found his God's plan somehow. Like, exactly. he would, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I added to the equation. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, but like, bro. I, Drake is was always gonna be Drake, man. Like, yeah. I, I seen it from yeah. early. You know, he was always gonna be that. 
But it's just, it's just, it's just impressive, man. Like I think, mm-hmm. you know, the whole, I'll, I'll call you guys like the whole OVO family, like mm-hmm. what you guys did, I'm not even going to say just for Toronto, but mm-hmm. for Canada as a whole, like you made people believe and it yeah. didn't even, not even from a music perspective, like mm-hmm. you, you, you guys gave people hope that they could really achieve anything. Yeah. Appreciate that. We just wanted it that bad. Bro. Yeah. We just yeah. really wanted it that bad. No, you could see it, but, mm-hmm. but I, but I don't even think it's, it's the work. Like, you, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it's documented. It's there. Yeah. Right. And I think that like the city sees it, yeah. the country sees it. And right. now I think the world sees it at this point. Yep. And it's impressive, man. It's just, I, I can't even imagine what it must feel like to be a part of that. Like that's a lot, man. It feels, it feels great, man. Even just to hear like you guys say that. And like, you know, uh, it feels amazing to the fact that like, you know, I, helped inspire anybody do anything yeah you know, it's like the best feeling ever yeah. you know because like you know I, we we're just trying to do what we do and do what we love you know and, yeah and, um you know i just when people come up to me and say like bro like this changed my life this changed the way i make music yeah. even like certain producers huge producers came up to me and said bro that like free drum kit that you put out like <laughs> 10 years ago was like life-changing for Damn. me like just certain that's things. amazing bro yeah you know like i'm, I'm always just trying to just you know like give back in any sort of way and inspire in any way you know so i like man, that i appreciate you guys even saying no that. no man it, it's, so, it's yo, cool appreciate you bro you yeah. you've you've uh with the with the tracks bro like you've gotten us through some times bro straight up bro that's that's appreciate a fact that's just facts me and this guy taking like fucking drives down fucking bridal path drives down <laughs> biscayne in miami yo, we do that. We and we're really literally that. just playing like all the tracks you produce, bro, wow. like straight up. Just like on Bridal Path, fucking do not disturb me and this guy. Yo, it's right. crazy, man. We're, we're big manifestors and like that's one of our dreams is like mm. to, to live on Bridal Path. That's something that we Or a crib that will. big. Like, hey, no, 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 but I want Bridal Path. For me, that's been like it's just a my, flex. my it's dream. A so flex. just like driving through there. And, and you will, bro. Yeah, The I house so. that I live in right now, I used to drive by the house and look at it. I used to drive a Chevy green, ugly ass Corsica <laughs> with the gas tank not Jeez. being able to close. <laughs> that's crazy. I used to have to tape that shit down. And I used to drive by the house that I live in right now and say, I was say, yeah, I want that house. Yeah. I'm going to get this house one day, one of these days. I'm it's because like once it's in your mind, like any, I feel like any decisions or choices you're making after mm-hmm. that, yep. you're thinking about that. Yeah. You're like, I need, I need to get there. So if this choice needs to make sense. Exactly. I just feel bad you didn't have do not disturb to bump while you were looking at the <laughs> yeah, crib, bro. Yeah. They, they go well, hand in hand, faster, bro. faster, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. I'm they go hand in hand. I wish, man. But man, like manifesting is, is a real thing, man. I just want more people to actually believe. Like some people will like hear this and be like, nah. No, they think it's you some know, wizardry shit nuts. or like it's too spiritual or whatever, but it's real, bro. It's facts, man. Your thoughts could, your thoughts and what you say can move mountains, bro. Mm-hmm. If you thoughts really, become mm-hmm. things, bro. Yeah, it's true. That's Jeez. a secret right there. It's a fact. You, it's a fact. <laughs> yeah, I know you got it. <laughs> okay, before Yo, we, we ask our famous question. No, no, we got, we got some more questions. No, no, I, I have a question. Okay, we, uh, we got our audience questions. Audience? I get okay, hold on. I got one more question. Yeah, do your thing. Do you have a favorite track that you've produced ever? Damn. That's probably <laughs> fucked, like a fucked question to ask. That's but like, I gotta what's ask. Your favorite child. I was like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> that <laughs> one. <laughs> you know? But the thing is, you have like five hundred of them. So yeah, exactly. Like you know. Okay, maybe like a top three. You gotta, give me a few of them. You don't gotta give me just one. Pound cake's definitely up there. Thank you, thank you, bro. That's my sure. track. That's just my track. Like, it was like so. It's so like what people don't understand from producer standpoint. It's so minimal, but it's so much. You know, it's like not, there's not a lot. If you see the track layouts, yeah, like producers like it's like five tracks on that damn to be honest it, was, it wasn't much but like everything just meshed so perfect sound like magic you know and then and then like jay and drake on it was Jesus, just bro. Next they just went crazy level, on that bro. bro with the ellie golding like yep. 
Bro, crazy, crazy. That shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting me amped, bro. No, I, I had a question that. actually. What do you think about? What do you think? I'm just gonna get into fucking NFTs right now. Holy shit! What do you okay. think about the music industry <laughs> and NFTs? Like, where, where, where do you see them coming together? And do you think that's gonna like be a game changer for the music industry? Uh yeah. You know, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know too. I'm not too too versed in NFTs, but like, I definitely can see like somebody coming up with some super creative way to like. Mesh them. He meshed them and like skyrocketed it. And yeah. I feel like it's going to happen sometime soon. I'm still like learning about it and getting into it. Like, I don't really know too much about yeah. to like even speak on it. And like, I have a bunch of people trying to like educate me and tell me, but it gets so complicated. Yeah, I swear you can make like a beat, an NFT, and then people can own that beat. I, yeah. And then if so. that beat gets sold, they all get royalties off that. I feel like I'm going to NFT like my first beat I ever made that trash. You should, do it, do it, bro. Do you know it. how much money you'll make? Yo, we it's want like a percent. We want a stock. Stock. We want 10%, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll yeah. Yo, we'll copy no, right away, bro. You sick. let us know. Yeah, no, yeah. but I think, I, think the, I think the music industry, and obviously you can better speak to this, but like it needs some kind of like refresh. Like it needs something new. For sure. I feel like music right now is, it's, it's, it's in like a, like, you know, music comes in waves. I feel like it's like the wave is low right now. Yes, yeah. yes. You know? But like, it's what always happens. Like, I remember uh, like right after that whole era of like 50 Cent and everything, like the gangster East Coast era, there was like a little dip yeah. and then came like Atlanta and, yeah. you know, the West Coast and everything. Like, you know, I feel like we're at that right now where it's like at a little dip and it's going to come back up like crazy yeah 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 and hopefully it's just more toronto artists at that point or I think can so. canada at that point i think so there's so much dope toronto artists that are that are on the come up so many man yeah like, I'm, I'm just so happy that you know a lot of them are getting looks and and, and shine and are you working with that, any of them oh yeah for yeah. sure I, I actually just signed a, a artist female r&b singer from scarborough named savannah ray that's uh yeah well, yeah i've seen the album yeah, yeah. she's incredible man like savannah is um next level man I love her music. She it's like she can't do no wrong to me, man. Mm. Like everything she just makes just sounds so smooth and just what she's saying and you know, I, she has a bright future, man. She's going to be great. How'd you find her? Um, I actually found her through uh my boy uh uh Quadro. They used to work with each other um a long time ago and he was the first person that put me on in Savannah. And she was just writing songs at that point. But like I was like hearing it and I'm like, "Damn, you should like her voice sounds like sick like she has yeah. like a crazy tone i'm like she should actually just be an artist yeah you know and then eventually i think she was just like yeah Damn. i'm just gonna be and i'll put these songs out instead of writing these songs you know she's writing songs and people weren't really like taking it taking it and in, after yeah. she's like yeah i'm just put these out and it's like now yeah, she's like it. she's like going crazy man like i think i seen like an Adidas, she's in like an adidas commercial the other yeah day and yeah like, well, it's like you said put yourself yeah, out she, there you know exactly exactly or else the opportunities don't come what's what's like what's next for you like what what else do you want to do in life I think what's next for me is my next goal is to start a record label finally, oh, you know, and like and put yes. people on and start putting out artists and start putting out my own projects. Yeah. I'm actually working on a project myself. Oh, right shit. Now, compilation album, of, you know, fully produced by me and okay. some others as well. Um, but all your favorite artists, you know, all the Let's artists. Let's go. You know, a lot of people on songs you wouldn't expect to be on songs with each other. Oh, That's shit. Crazy. like that. Yep. That's I got, crazy. I got a... You have a timeline for that, or like you can't say shit. Whenever I'm done, <laughs> yeah, no rush. Can't time that. Can't time that. That's true. You come back to it. I'm that type of guy where it's like I'd rather just be perfect than be like, yeah, it's gonna come out next year. And then you have the pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pressure. No pressure. I just want it to be great. You know. I'm thinking like for myself. I was really growing up. Chronic 2001 was like one of my favorite albums, and it was like a compilation of like all my favorite artists, all the best West Coast artists, like you know, like Jay Z. 
was on there, like writing on there and like, you know, like the best writers, the best rappers, singers. Yeah. And I want to do like, like something like that, like that. You can one. have like your own all-star weekend. Family. Exactly. Like the <laughs> all-star like album. Yeah. Well, I see like, I feel like more producers starting to do that. Like mm -hmm. I know Metro did one. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Metro's album. Metro. Was insane. That was sick. Like, yeah. Bro. Crazy. And I know like Khaled, Khaled, that's like his thing. Mm -hmm. yep. So like, I guess obviously you're hopping into it. Do you think that's going to start happening more? Where yeah. producers are like, yo, fuck it. Like I'm going to put my own album. I'm working with these guys anyways. For sure. There's, uh, there's so much flowers. superstar producers that, that uh, are able to do that. You know, like Metro's like, superstar he's able to do that he's able to get these guys on record same with yeah. Khaled you know? yeah so I feel like um that's gonna be another wave too because um I I want to hear like producers perspective on like you know a lot of the time the artists kind of take over the songs and I want to hear like producers perspectives on, yeah. on some of these songs because a lot of producers there's so much dope creative guys out there yeah. and I, I just can't wait I feel like that's gonna be the next thing Sick. Yeah. Okay, so we got one coming. All right. We'll we'll, yeah, we'll check back. We'll check sure. back. I, mean, when I got when some questions comes. here. Audience, oh, yeah. audience questions. Yeah, let's get it. Okay. A lot of a lot of people in the music scene. Clearly, um, what's your definition of good music? My definition of good music, um, music that makes you feel something, like you know, like something that does something for you. Yeah. Like you know, my favorite songs like make me like they hit you. Like yeah. you know, they're talking, they're saying something that that you really relate to. You know, like I always go back to saying uh, um, to these lyrics, the, the Drake, um, that Drake song called um, Fair Trade. Yeah. Like oh, the lyrics true. on that song, like I've been Crazy. losing friends and finding peace, but yeah. honestly, it sounds like a fair trade to me if I ever, like that's like, you just like speaking like, yeah, yeah. bro. Like, you it hits you, shit, it hits you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's poetry, Anybody bro. Anybody can relate to that. You're like, damn, me too. Yeah. So it's like songs like that, they're like um, good music, honest music. But at the same time, there's songs that are like just for fun. Yeah, they hit you, hit you the same way too, you know. So just to get a little, a little, a little sway in, mm -hmm. you know. Exactly. Okay. Sometimes you need that too. Yeah, hundred percent. Be serious. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be fun. It's gotta yeah. be fun once in a while. Mm -hmm. which, pro which producers do you admire and respect the most? Um, man, there's too many to name. Yeah. I, I think um, my all-time, like my my uh, Michael Jordan for me is 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 Dre. I think just Dre yeah. had like the perfect musical career, you know. And then after like breaking. All the artists he broke, like you know what, Pac, Snoop, uh, who else was it? Pac, Snoop, Eminem, Fifty, yeah, all these guys. Crazy. Then he puts what a out lineup. Beats, Beats, headphones, yeah, just, just smashing everything. Yeah, killed everything. You know, yeah, he's got a that crazy. That man doesn't have to do anything. He's he completed all missions. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> now he's just chilling. Now he just yeah. do whatever the fuck he wants. Exactly. Works at Apple. No. Yeah, Beats by Dre bought by Apple. Yep. This guy said works at Apple. Here Not works at Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it straight. Big get it straight. Get it straight. Yeah, they bought it for like a billion. Like a a billion. I think it made him billion? like the first billionaire. Uh, hip hop billionaire. Yeah, hip hop billionaire. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's going to be a lot of those coming out though soon. Oh, yeah. A lot of hip hop billionaires coming. Oh, yeah. Is Drake um, a billionaire? I saw that. Uh, I saw that. Uh, Nicki Minaj? Minaj. I yeah. saw that story she put up. Man, I might leave that. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave it in. I'm just like, wait a minute. Yeah. Anyways, keep it. looks like it. Keep moving. It sounds like it. Knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to anyone starting off in um, the game today? Like even even if they're not producing, maybe they're songwriting, maybe they're actually singing too. It could mm -hmm. be anyone. Do your homework, I would say. I would say like literally dive into it. Like look at great songwriters. Look at the songs you like. Like songs that you like personally, look at who wrote it and study the way they write songs, you know? Actually study the craft. Everything is a craft. It's all art, you know? So like I feel like if you're trying to get into something, you really got to study it, man. Like, I would literally pick apart as a kid 
Dre and Pharrell beats and like remake them. Wow. And I would learn so much from just remaking the beats. Like, cause like I said, no YouTube, no nothing. You don't get no tutorials. Yeah. But you learn like trying to recreate something that somebody else did or to kind of like reverse engineer it. You kind of like pick up on something. It's weird. Yeah. Like you, so that's how you were teaching yourself? Yeah, like, I was remaking beats. That's crazy. Because like you're learning the structure, right? Yeah. At that point. Exactly. I was like remaking like grinding and like remaking like, <laughs> like Dre songs, like um, what is it? Like G Unit records. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I learned a lot like yeah. that, you know, and then you end up kind of sounding, emulating them a little bit, but then you you figure it out. You figure your own thing out. Yeah. You know? That but you learn that structure, that kind of like how to put it together and like exactly. oh what worked and what didn't. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. I think this is a this is a a younger producer, they're asking, how can I get consistent placements as a young as a younger producer? How can you get consistent placements? Um, I think it starts by just like I, like I was saying before, like just just getting there, getting mm-hmm. to that point of you know making good music yeah. first. I think that's the most important important part. People feel like some people feel like, yo, I've been doing this for half a year, I should be somewhere, but it's not like that. Like I didn't start seeing anything ten till ten years. Yeah. After I started making music, you know, I started making music when I was fifth. Like, was it thirteen, fourteen? Yeah. Like, what, 22, 23, 24 is when stuff started really happening for me. So it's like I really think that, you know, getting consistent placements come from just you know your the level of skill you're at, and um, yeah. just learning how to do it first, and then I think everything after that is all like. You know, everything is, I wouldn't say easy after that, but it's just like, you know, just being at the right place. It's a little more smooth being, at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think that's the most important part because, like, I feel like everything looks so easy nowadays and there's a tutorial to do everything online. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like getting to that other level and standing out is what's most important to me. But I also feel like what you guys, what you guys do is an art. So, like, there's only so many tutorials you can watch exactly. until it has to just come from you. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Did you agree with that? You got yeah, of course. You got to um, put yourself in it at some point. Yeah, you know, like you can't like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with people. I see people like making like type, type beats and stuff on YouTube and yeah. stuff. But like, eventually, at some point, you're gonna have to put yourself in there. It's like, bro, if I'm if I want a pure born beat, I'm just gonna go to pure born, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm not facts. gonna go like somebody making pure kind of beats. Yeah, yeah. like a two point you know, over metro yeah. kind of beats. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like go to metro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put, your, put your own. <laughs> Your own thing add, spi- add their own spice. Exactly. Um, we have a question here. Staying independent as a producer versus signing with a label in 2022? Staying independent. Um, a lot of well, producers don't you know, necessarily sign a label. I think maybe they mean publishing or something. Maybe like publishing, yeah. Probably. I, I would say it just depends, man. That, that's like a depends kind of question. It's okay. Like where you're at in life. Like I never really had to sign a pub deal. I could have waited and signed a publishing deal for a lot more money. But, like, at the time, I, I needed some money, you know? I was like, yo, like, I'm literally broke. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, you I mean, know, Luke, I'm, like, yeah. struggling to, like, yeah. you know, I'm working at Winners. I'm literally tired when I come home. Like, I got to a point where I was, like, so tired from work, I wasn't able to make music when I got home. So I literally quit because I'm like, no, 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 nothing's going to get in the way of me getting to this place that I want to get to. So yeah. if, it, if it calls for me to be broke for a little bit, I'm going <laughs> to do that over, like, you know, yeah. losing the fact that I could be at home making music and getting better at it, you know? Facts. Yeah. All right, last one. What is it? What are some ways that producers can get hustled in the industry and how can they avoid it? Hmm, there's various ways <laughs> you can get hustled, man. But what's the, mo- what's the most like popular way that you can common. get hustled? The most popular way? popular. I, I would popular say too. is just signing something that you don't have looked at by like a 
lawyer. I think right. every producer, every creative writer, anybody doing anything creative, I think what's most important is you get a lawyer, get an entertainment lawyer, because people will try. This is the music industry. It's a lot of sharks in the water, mm. you know what I'm saying, that are just looking for an opportunity to fuck somebody over. Sorry, I'm... No, no swear, bro. Yeah, please, bro. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So it's like, I would say get uh, get some counsel, man. Get get yeah. a lawyer to help you out and don't sign anything. Like, you know, a lot of... I've been in situations where people are literally like, yo, I want this. Sign this right now. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, mm. What? Nah. Yeah. Yeah. My lawyer to look that over. Like, I feel not, like that's something that's so overlooked, especially when you're young, yeah. a young you're creative. You're not even too, thinking yeah. about like a lawyer. Like Sony throws you a deal, mm-hmm. Warner throws you something, and you're just like, all right, like whatever. Exactly. I'm in. I'm in. A lot of guys, mm. a lot of guys that um I've heard like that I know personally been fucked over by that. Like Damn. literally, like yo, wow, I what this much amount of money? I've never seen this much money in my life. I'll do whatever for it because I need it. Yeah, like, you know. But you got to just kind of believe in yourself a little bit more and and be careful. Yeah, what you sign. Be careful, like of anything that you're doing or like agreements that you make. Like, make sure it's like looked over, and that it's in favor, like of being fair or or like in your favor. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Is it time for the question? Give it to him. All right, bro. We're the MBH podcast. Money mm-hmm. buys happiness. Mm-hmm. Do you believe money buys happiness? I think money buys. Um, Stability, I think money buys um, convenience. I wouldn't say money necessarily buys happiness because I know some people with a lot of money that aren't very happy, like just to be completely real. Yeah. You know, but I will say stability and convenience are key to making happiness, achieving happiness a bit closer. But, you know, like it's not always... You know, like, yeah, it's not. Did all- I answer that wrong? <laughs> no, 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 no. You can no. answer however you want, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. We have so many answers. <laughs> play, play the sound. No, honestly, we 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 get so many answers. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing we like to say most is that if you there, there's the two parts of it. Mm-hmm. A, it's like how you make the money. Yeah. So like, if you enjoy the way you make money, mm-hmm. it'll bring you happiness. Yeah. That's true. And then the second part is what you do with the money. Mm-hmm. You're taking care of your friends, your family, the yeah. people around you. You're bringing them up. It's gonna bring you happiness. Yeah. If you're if if you're like the guys you're talking about, you got a billion dollars, but you're fucking you're flying on a private jet alone, and you're you know rocking your fucking Dior sweater, but yeah. you're by yourself and you got no freak. Exactly. The money's not really gonna give you anything at yeah. that point. It could get lonely up there, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can so. imagine that. I can imagine yeah. that. So those are kind of the two things. But I agree with you, of course. Money you have it can't right, though. directly like, buy it. Exactly. It's like what you do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I. Yeah, it's definitely what you do with it. Like, well, look, I mean, I can imagine how happy you were to be able to pay off your parents' mortgage oh, with that check. Ecstatic. Like, probably nothing can even compare to that. No. I mean, you, you you know, you have a child and all those things, but that that moment was probably like, holy fuck. Like, even like the fact that I can do anything with, with like my, my daughter could do anything she wants to do. You know? Yes. I remember growing up as a, as a kid, my parents were too poor to even put me, I wanted to play OBA basketball. Yeah. You know, and they're like, uh, we can't afford this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. I want to yeah. do this. Like, uh, so you can give her opportunities. That. Yeah, you know, she has the opportunity to do anything she wants to do. And, like, that's, that brings me happiness. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, that is, you know, my child is my biggest invest, investment. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yes. the fact that I could pour into her and she can do what she wants, like, she has the ability to do what she loves, 
is is a great feeling and that brings me happiness. So you said that exactly correct. Yep. You know, hey, listen, we we've sat across from over a hundred people. <laughs> yeah. So we, 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 we heard a hundred different kinda, answers already. Yeah, yeah. We kind of got to put it together. No, no, but it's true. Have it, you heard anybody doesn't. just say yeah? Yes. Yes. yes yeah. When people are like yeah, and we're like, all right, wrap up, <laughs> wrap it up. Like, yep. Whoever says no doesn't know what they're talking about. Yep, and then it's done, right? <laughs> but we got literally every answer, every answer. Yeah, anything That's you can think of. But listen, man. Yeah. First off, I want to say thank you so much for coming oh, out. You, Seriously, appreciate you, bro. It means a lot. Like uh, we're just two fucking random dudes. You have no idea who we are. So for you to do this, it means a lot for real. I love, it. I love um, what you guys do, man. So no, I appreciate thank you, guys you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. No, no, it's a pleasure. Yeah. And uh, fuck, maybe we gotta do this again one day. Well, you know, we'll hit you up. Maybe, oh, maybe when the when that project drops. I'll yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll run it. We'll run it back. We'll run it back. Then, then ask me if money buys me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet, bet, bet. We'll run it back. We'll run it back. All right, guys. Listen, if you made it this far, love you. First of all. Like, subscribe, do the fucking duties, comment, let us know what you thought. And if you're trying to slide some beats, just send them to his DMs. He might see him, he might not, hey, but I, I might actually see it. So yeah, exactly. Don't be scared. Send it, send the fucking beats. I'm all right. Send you yeah. a beat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, relax, relax, relax. <laughs> but yeah, again, thank you so much, man. Appreciate so, it. Appreciate it's been a pleasure. Guys, Dean. We're out. Boom. Hey. Let's go.